0: Welcome back to the price ball podcast episode 107 we have trung win here and welcome aboard trung so you just uh you just released no sacrifice no victory 2.0 your new pre workout and started hearing your backstory started following your brand we we have to hear all about this um so you have an, uh, an incredible background. So I'd like to get the real quick pitch uh, of what you've done and why why you're here in the supplement industry. And then let's kind of like, let's talk about supplements, but then let's go back and get your whole, like your whole backstory. So thanks for coming here.
1: Mike, Ben, I've been wanting to come on this podcast for a hot minute, man. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate all the knowledge that you guys drop in the industry. It's much needed, especially for those who don't know a lot about supplements, which I did it when I first started, like everybody else. Uh, but yeah, a quick backstory on me. Uh, you know, I'm an immigrant. I came over to America from Vietnam. We fled a war torn country. My mom, my th- uh, my two sisters, my older sisters, we came here with ten dollars to our name. Uh, <clears throat> we got placed in the ghetto. I grew up there for for approximately 18 years of my life. Uh, grew up poor. You know, around around the hood, gang and all that. Uh, from there, I found my way. Decided to join the military. It was due to a lot of things in my life that really brought me to that crossroad. Uh, Got there, decided to enlist, and uh, because of nine eleven, you know, after what happened in nine eleven, and I knew I wanted to be an Army Ranger. And I snuck away for uh, because I was already eighteen. I snuck away to the recruiter and signed the contract behind my mom's back, and I didn't tell her until a month later after I deployed that I was I was going into the army, which. Man, she
0: flipped out. Many such uh, cases, I'm sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, typical typical Asian parents. She wanted, she wanted me to be a lawyer, a doctor, pharmacist, you know, all of those things. But that was in my blood. Anywho, served my country, uh, came back. I wanted to be a police officer, served approximately 14 years total, three separate departments, a suburban Illinois, LAPD. And I finished my 10 years uh, with Chicago PD and the last five on a full-time SWAT team. And retired early to run. We go. I'm
2: I'm so fascinated by your whole story because there's so many different directions where it's like this. I mean, it's just incredible. Like like, uh, just you have so many different interesting just facets to yourself that I I want to ask about so many things, um, but. You really came across our radar because um, a, a manufacturer that we were friends with, uh, talking on the side, uh, someone was a really big fan of yours. Uh, I was looking for some training, and they, they threw me to your, your direction to see what you guys were doing. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm watching your channel, and you have so many different interesting aspects to yourself. You're, you're, you train every single day. I mean, you're just you're in incredible shape. Uh, you have a background in both as a veteran and a police officer, which are two huge communities that that we kind of see a lot in fitness. Um and then after you leave your 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 tenure in fitness or sorry in police you all of a sudden open a, a business and it just seems like out of nowhere you're just you're just killing it you have a huge name in here now what was the transition to the supplement industry like like what made you want to go that direction with your life after being in the police
1: you know you know honestly it started in 2019 i saw uh, home started as a you know a movement that i really wanted to push out to fire police military first responders because you know, I've been been in that field, been, been been to war, seen the most ugliest side of it, and I realized like, hey, and I'm the police force, and I have seen it with my own eyes. Like, hey, you need to be in shape. You need to have a, your mindset has to be right. You you have to train. You have to eat right. You can't rely on your uniform being it. Right. You can't be like, oh, I I pass. I swore in my right hand. Now I got this fucking uh, cool nifty uniform with a star my uh, on my chest. Not everybody has to obey and listen to me. Well, the truth is not everybody will. You're going to encounter people and adversaries who are wanting to kill you and are are, are sizing you up every single day. And you have to be in shape. So I was like, okay, this message has to go out there because I served with I I unfortunately lost two friends overseas uh, in Ramadi, Iraq. They were fucking squared away uh, rangers. I mean, the epitome of an army ranger studs. uh, seven times deployed, like from each theaters. And the one thing you guys have to understand is being a ranger, you don't do year long deployments. You do four to five months at a time. Then you come back, you go on leave for two weeks, you come back, you retrain back up, then you go back out there. So when I joined the regiment, these guys already had like five, six deployments underneath their belts from Afghanistan to Iraq. And these are, these guys were studs, you know, and they got killed. So I was like, man, that's crazy. And transitioning to the police force, I see all these fat, out of shape bodies I'm just like dude this is crazy because hey in the millisecond you can go from 0 to 100 miles an hour as a police officer right and and like I said your uniform is not enough so I and I wanted to push that message so we started as a movement but my real uh passion was supplements because I've taken supplements since I was seventeen years old. I mean, this is when Super Pump two fifty, uh, the first NO explode with Ronnie Coleman being the ambassador. We used to get shipments uh, of um that nitric oxide pill. I forgot from what nitrix. company over there, yeah, there you go, nitrix. Mm-hmm. We used <laughs> to get those, you know, it gives a bunch of stuff. And I when I first started in the supplements, I didn't know any better. I went to GNC, some fat dude. I was like, dude, I want I need to gain some weight and I need to put on some size like. Cool. He sold me like this ten-pound bag of fucking weight gainer, which I probably finished like a quarter of it because it tastes like shit. Like, you know, I couldn't finish it. And he gave me, uh, and, he, and I bought some creatine. And I was like, "How much is this? Am I supposed to take?" It's like, "Yeah, just two scoops." Well, one scoop was five fucking grams. Let me see. I learned the hard way. Taking ten grams of creatine a day had me pissing out of my fucking ass. You know what I mean? I was just, <laughs> dude. Well, how, yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: how big were you? I, I, I think you're uh, you were like 140 pounds or something like that.
1: Man, when I first started, I was like 125, soaking oh, okay. wet. Yeah. So <laughs> when I when I tra- I trained, I was a super hard gainer. So when I when I trained up for the army, I got up to 140, 145, and uh, through boot camp, I touched on this: is when you go to boot camp fat, you get skinny. When you go to boot camp skinny, you get you know you gain muscle because they're putting you on like a three course meal uh, a day. So I, I came out of there weighing 170 pounds.
0: In- incredible. So. Um, there are a lot of supplement companies that kind of let me put this gently they market towards uh, the military, but they're maybe not necessarily run by veterans at all times like did you take a look at some of these companies and and see a gap or like and, and, and I'd like you to explain what we go home means in general because I think that that message itself is very important but yeah I'd like to then talk about kind of like where you see yourself fitting in because there are other companies that are at least marketing towards like the the freedom-minded, you know, American, you know, veteran kind of thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We go home with something, like I stated, really started in my heart and my journey in in 2003, 2004, 2005 when I was in the Army, you know. Uh, It's a message to uh, push out there that Hey, it's not about you. It's about those who are left and right. You know, the people that you serve with to your left and right, your brothers and sisters, your, your partner in their squad car, the, 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 it, your guys in their firehouse, you know, you, you, you break bread with them, you sweat with them, you cry with them, you see the most ugliest things with them and it be, they become family, right? Because you meet their family too. So now when you, and I tell people like, Hey, it's th- this message, it's, it's bigger than us. It's not about me. It's about those next to me because I want to make sure that I am performing at my absolute peak, mentally, physically, uh, tactically, so that when, not if, adversity hits, I am fucking prepared and I know that I will give everything I got to make sure that they get home and the citizens we swear to protect to get home because I would not be able to sleep at night if my partner gets killed because of my incompetence. Because I failed to be prepared physically, I pair. I fail to be prepared uh, mentally. I failed to be tactically sound. So that's what the message is about, and I and has been going. Our 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 movement has been growing exponentially because I think people see through bullshit, right? And and what we're pushing is not bullshit because we because I live it. And that's the difference to really dive, dive into your question of, yeah, I see, I see these companies out there that are like, you know, wanting to, um, cater towards law enforcement military. But when you look at the bigger picture, when I look at them and what they're doing, you could tell the difference, like those who live it and those who don't, and those who live it understands like, Hey man, all right, that's kind of gay. Like what they're trying to push out, right? Let's all be honest here. Uh, so what we're trying to do is we're trying to do the right thing. We're we're trying to say, hey, this is a veteran law enforcement owned company. When you buy our products, we are giving back like the active shooter course we put on for in Gold Beach, Oregon for approximately 40 officers. But they didn't have to pay for a single dime. We paid everything out of our pockets. We went out there. We trained them in active shooters to give them the skill sets so that they could take it back to their departments so that they can be an asset and not a liability
2: i think one of the things that i see that just i i, I follow this industry obviously from our perspective but just, just seeing trends and, and seeing specifically this discussion here um there's a there's a clear difference between brands that like you know take pictures with a tank and then brands who like literally you see them weekend after weekend out there training. like there, there's there's like a clear difference between people who just want to show that. They have some military themes. And then there's people who are like out there actually training to be better and don't need to show that. I mean, obviously, Trung, you have some of the best content in the industry. Like you, you guys have some great photographers and videographers. I don't, I, don't, I don't know exactly like what kind of marketing team you have. You do an awesome job of documenting, but you can clearly tell that the content is just showing what you're already doing. It's not a photo opportunity.
1: Yeah. I'm not here to shove product down people's fucking throat. You know, I think that's what a lot of these uh, industries people they're doing. They're like, "Hey, yeah, we're we're pro military. Fire here. Buy this. Buy this. Buy this." So to me, that's why when you go and we go home, I rarely post any kind of uh, product for uh, stuff because hey, it's beyond that, right? If if people love the message, people love the movement, they're going to support it one way or another. Nobody's people aren't stupid. You know, the day and age of fucking uh, television commercials where you buy a shitty product and by, by the time you get it. And you take it and you find out it was disgusting and you tell your friends, it's already too late. People already made up with the money. Now everything is like instantaneous. You can't hide from that. You know, and that's the thing that we want to push out in the industry. Like, hey, man, we're real, man. We're, we're, we're here to really want to make the, 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 the community better. First and foremost, beyond, hey, buy my fucking whatever, you know, so.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Ben just put out a video talking about how people want to, they want to know who's behind the brand and support them. I think we're uh, definitely, I've already known that I was going to mark this one as explicit in iTunes and everything, (laughs) but you know that like, I think people can already uh, gather, like whether or not they want to support someone like yourself. And I think it's important put yourself out there and you will find like minds. And and obviously Trunks not going to be for everyone, but the people who you are for, there is, in my opinion, like a need for it. Um, and, and the authenticity is clearly there versus some of these brands that are trying to cater towards military and they do, you know, donate to different organizations and stuff, but you can see that it's, there's a fakeness to it. And as far as I've seen on anything you posted, I don't see a single bit of fakeness or anything. Uh, and so that's like a, a clear difference to me. Uh, so like, you know, coming from our angle, Ben and I are not neither veterans nor, uh, you know, uh, law enforcement or anything. Um, But is, is we go home a phrase that's commonly used? Like I imagine like when you're in the trenches in a really shitty situation, like, and your buddy's kind of zoning out or getting the thousand mile stare or whatever, you like have to like pull them together and just say, say, dude, we go home. Is that like something that kind of happens? Is that where the, the name came from? Or is this a common phrase?
1: You know, it's, it's something that, uh, during, uh, briefings are for, let's say a search warrant. Or like uh, before we go on a mission and, and when we we're in Iraq, we would, you know, have a brief with our team leaders, squad leaders, the, the, our lieutenant on SWAT or, or you know, the sergeants and whatnot. And, you know, they'll, they'll brief the, what, what the fuck we're going to be doing. Go out there, do this, do this, capture, kill capture. But at the end, of, hey, but in the end, they'll be like, hey, boys, but, you know, whatever we do, we, we got to get home to our friends and family. That's number one. Uh, so that stuck with me. Uh, because I've heard it time and time and time again, and it's, it's truthful, right? And people, I've heard this uh, you know, podcast, and this guy said, if you're a warrior, you don't worry about coming home. You know, coming home is fucking weak. Hey, here's the thing if you're a warrior, we go home. It's not about you, it's not I go home, it's we, because you care so much. For let's say Mark, you and Ben serve like you guys are serving together in in a sense, right? You guys are business partners. You guys laugh you know, laugh at each other's jokes, or maybe not laugh at each other's <laughs> jokes. Uh, you know, talk shit about each other, but it's all fun to games. And at the end of the day, you guys mm-hmm. are you guys you guys care for each other. You guys consider yourself family. Mm-hmm. So you want if you guys were in the shit, if something fucking happened, you're gonna go you're you're gonna go beyond anything to protect them, right, Mike? Same Absolutely. thing with you, Ben, yep. right? Yep. And it's the same thing when with We Go Home. It's like I've served with this person for many, many years. I got to know their friends, friends, families, girlfriends, brothers, sister, wives, husbands. They are my other, uh, other family. Once the bullets start flying, once the fire happens, once things start going on, it's no longer about politics. It's no longer about what's going on with Chicago's and fucking mayor or anything like that. It's about, hey... I'm making sure that my guy, my gal, it's, they're, they're going to fucking get home tonight. You know, we're we're going to survive this fucking incident. So.
2: Yeah. I think the, the two things that stand out to me about like, like what you've created strong is, is one, I really like that you separate um, the politics from it. Like what you said, like, like, because you guys have a job to do, and because you have to be so, like, on point and you have to be ready, like, you don't have time to bitch about the mayor of Chicago or anything like that. That's not really, like, in your scope. About no. it. But the other thing, too, that I want to bring up is just how straight up and real you are <laughs> like like you call out bullshit in a very similar way that we do especially i do on social media um I, the funny story i think really where trung and i got to know each other a couple months ago i called out this endurance company it was called x endurance and <laughs> one of their main co- one of their main uh sponsored athletes is josh bridges who oh god <laughs> this was this was great he's he's obviously a retired Navy seal and like I called him out on this post and Trung was like one of the first commenters. Like, we saved your fucking ass, Josh. Like, well, like you were you're so like ready at all times to just like tell the truth. And I think that's really, really important in this industry where there's been a lot of lies. There's been a lot of fake products. There's been a lot of stuff. And so if you're gonna come in as like a newcomer to the industry, like you know, you didn't you haven't worked for a brand before or anything like that. If you're gonna come in with your own company, you're straight up about everything that you are and you aren't. And I think it's really powerful.
1: You have to be authenticity is everything in this fake ass society nowadays everything Everybody on Instagram and social media likes to be fake right to push to something uh, whatever it is In the end, everybody has an agenda trust me i I, I have a friend I'm not going to call out his name he he was with Redcon one. He, and he told me straight up I'm there with him because of because of, of the fucking money. Because obviously. You know, they're like, if you're pitching something like, hey, this is the greatest product on earth. And when you look at the supplement facts, because I always tell people supplement facts don't lie. You want to see a great product? Don't worry about Josh Bridges, ex Navy SEAL, uh, fucking shoving some bullshit fucking hocus pocus down your throat. Turn that motherfucking supplement facts around and take a look at it. Hey, does this make sense? Is this really going to benefit me like he said it is? And nine times out of 10, 10 times out of 10, it doesn't lie. You know what's fucking underdosed. What's what's dosed properly. You know if it's going to work or some fucking bullshit proprietary blend that is just, you know, blowing smoke off people's ass and they're just trying to have some kind of big name athlete uh, uh, promote it. And we're not about that. I'm not about that. And I always I tell all my uh, if you want to call them ambassadors and I call them teammates. I'm like, hey man, I will never make you promote anything. I wouldn't take. I will never make you. Uh, you know, promote anything that I wouldn't put my fucking stamp on there, knowing like, hey, this is the best stuff we can possibly put out there right now. And when you say that it's, it's, it's gonna do this, it's gonna do that, trust me. It's because I've done my data. I have Ben help me. Hey, Ben, take a look at this. What do you think? Because I, I'm not a know it all person. I, I'll never say like I have a doctrine and fucking, you know, uh, in the supplement industry. No, I, I know where my, my, uh, the line in the sand drawn. I'm just passionate, but I, I'm the person that studies and, and, and understands what, uh, how much grams of l citrulline, for example, that is needed or beta alanine that is needed for you to really get that, the performance. Right. And that's why I want to give people like, Hey, yeah, we're, we got a cool message. It's, it's, it's backed, uh, because it's, it's the truth, but we, we do have premium fucking products too, so that you're not just, Blowing, we're not just blowing smoke up your ass and just giving you uh two two grams of fucking beta alanine and saying it's gonna give you the best fucking performance ever in your life
2: yeah i, I think it's a perfect transition to talking about your pre-workout I, I, like you mentioned uh i think it was like six months ago uh we had a we had a call just kind of talk about the formula ahead of time and i was really honest with trung i was like hey man like this is an expensive product you know and and you don't you don't have to put all these things in here. We could make a really effective product that is a little bit smaller than this. And it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a bad product. And Chong was like, Nope, I don't want that. I want everything. I like, I want the best we possibly can make. And I, I had to respect that. I mean, you know, you've definitely spend more on, on the product, but you, you feel that it's at the level where you want it to be. Um, so I, I'd love to ask you, like you come into making a pre-workout here. Um, you're not a bodybuilder brand. You kind of train, I noticed you kind of train CrossFit style. Like what were you looking at when you were making no sacrifice, no victory? I, uh, you know,
1: Ben, uh, what you said before we even get into that is absolutely true. Uh, I always tell people there's certain things you can't penny pinch on number one food, right? Mm -hmm. If you're a tactical athlete, an athlete, you need f- good fucking food to fuel your body. You can't penny pinch on that. You can't penny pinch on a great human performance program. You can't penny pinch on supplements because those are the things that are going to fill your body so that you can perform at your peak. And if you because I know people who go to fucking bars and blow 10 to 15 dollars on a drink and they wouldn't <laughs> bat an eye. Right. <laughs> but then when you sell them a, a pre-workout that is. It's totally stacked. They're like, Oh my God, it's like this amount. Like, where do you, what do you want, bro? You know you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I was helping you like, if I'm pulling into the gas station in my fucking Lamborghini, am I going to put regular fuel or am I going to put 93 fucking premium? Of course I'm going to put premium. Why? Because that's what the engine needs to be at its peak. And it's the same thing with our bodies. We have to fuel our bodies with the best shit. So Yes, I I don't really train CrossFit. I, I do. I'm I call, I would call myself more of like a hybrid athlete. I, I I'm into functional fitness, strongman stuff, uh, calisthenics and whatnot. So when I made No Sacrifice, No Victory two I wanted to give people a product where they can perform uh, when their ATP is depleted, uh, that they have that mental focus so that they can grind through the 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 whatever fucking crazy program they're on, right? Because I think mental focus is lost a lot in training. People get so wrapped up in their phones and whatnot. When I take my pre-workout, I get zoned in. I'm ready. That three grams of L-tyrosine, it's put me in such a laser focus. I can see in the fucking future, right? I mean, I I wanted to create like – I wanted to give the, the correct dosing so that when you train as a tactical athlete or as a hybrid athlete, you're able to get that laser focus, that intent, that pump, but nothing that's going to be fucking crazy where you're like a bodybuilder, right? But if, even if a bodybuilder will take our products, they're going to notice a nice fucking pump in there too, mm-hmm. from the cell flow from the, L, the pure L-citrulline, from all the other stuff. So I really wanted to create something that, hey, I'm in there. It's going to hit me hard. It's going to get me through. I'm not going to have that jitter and crash. I'm going to have that focus. And I'm going to have that performance to back it up and can and ride, and it'll ride me through until even after my workout. And I don't feel like I, I like a piece of shit, like it's going to make me crash, like I stated.
0: Yeah. So, um, in YouTube, we'll try to pop up the image of the, uh, the sub facts labels. It's actually so wide. We had to like crop an image, stack it on top of each other. (laughs) So, uh, that's where we're going with this and we'll link to it in the show notes. But, um, what's impressive here. So like when I look at this, like I don't even get to the energy stuff. I'm like, man, this is a pumped up supplement. You have seven grams of straight L-citrulline, a gram of agmatine, 600 milligrams of cell flow six, some salt. You got five grams of beta alanine, um, and you put out malic acid separately, which I think is cool because you have a three-gram dose, which is possibly enough to like help with the Krebs cycle. Betaine and 2.5. And then we have more trademark ingredients with 1.5 grams of nitrosigene, and then 50 milligrams of synactive. Um, I don't know if I've seen... Ben might correct me if I'm wrong. A clinical dose of nitrosigene with this much citrulline, and then we still have more trademark stuff coming along with it. So I'm like... So I, wanna, I guess... One of my concerns—not concerns—I'm like, okay, this is an absolutely pumped-up saltman. If you're going to have like a huge arm day, I would just give you this, and everyone's going to be off to the races. Do you see that it's almost too pumped up? If you're doing certain like CrossFit-style type training exercises, or if you got to like go high reps or anything like that, are you like getting overgorged here? It's pretty wild. Uh, you know, honestly, I haven't had that
1: issue, cool. and I, I've, I've and I've done this with a Murph, uh, a modified Murph, which nice. was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just took out the run and we, I, one day I, I, cause I do one day of pure calisthenics. So the last time I did it, I took the 2.0 and I did, you know, the modified Murph and no, I had no issues in t- terms of like, oh my God, my arms are too fucking, uh, skin ripping pump that I can't, I couldn't be, I, I'm not able to, you know, uh, lift anymore. It, 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 I, my muscle endurance were great.
0: So. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, it, it's impressive. Uh, one thing that we used to get excited over, like you mentioned, three grams of tyrosine. We used to get excited over a gram. You know, It used to be 500 milligrams back when I started doing this. Um, and then things edge up to two. And we're finding that the three gram tyrosine dose, and you're one of the people that's kind of pushing this as well, is like there's a really good sweet spot here where you know Morphogen had 10 grams of tyrosine. Um, there's some stress relief, like uh, studies back over at that dose or whatever. But like something, I don't know. This three gram spot does seem to be a sweet spot, and I think I think you've hit it. Uh, and then in terms of caffeine, 250 milligrams of caffeine in hydras, 100 milligrams of di-caffeine malate, 75 milligrams of caffeine citrate, and I'm forgetting the math here, but it's a high three. What is it? Uh, I wrote it down somewhere. High 300s or so of caffeine total. So it's gonna hit. Like this is. This is like so well pumped, you could probably not even have to do a full scoop if someone's like, I don't need that much caffeine. They're still going to get a crazy amount of pump, like just from all these trademark pumped ingredients. So it's definitely an impressive pre workout. I think, like, you kind of like, you this is your version 2.0. To me, you really threw your hat in this ring and you did it in a big way. And I don't see any other like military themed companies like coming even close to some of this stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm not going to take credit for that three grams of l It's really Ben because oh. I, I I first came there with two grams. I was like, Ben, what do you think, man? I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking two grams of l Ben's like, no, three grams. I'm like, fuck it. It's three <laughs> three <laughs> costing you money. I, quote, unquote, I, I like my focus. So yeah. I was like, Fuck it. If Ben says three grams, we're gonna mm-hmm. do fucking three grams.
0: And, and let the let the record be be shown that uh, seeing into the future is not a legitimate claim. That's uh, what we call puffery <laughs> for the lawyers listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And, and I went. I and instead of going with you know their typical ten grams of L-citrulline malate, uh, and have that on there as as like oh you know a lot of people think it's ten grams of L-citrulline. I didn't want to go that route. And plus, uh, I it's not like a trust issue. I have. But uh, having uh, a certain manufacturer mix 10, uh, the ten the, you know, the, the ratio of L-citrulline-malate, I don't know. Is it really going to be seven grams of L-citrulline and three grams of malate acid? You know, you, you don't know, right? You just trust that you're going with the right manufacturers that does the right thing. So I cut that out, though I, I'm not saying I don't believe my my manufacturer because they do great work and they do great work for a lot of big brands. But I was like, hey, let's do this, seven, three. There's without a doubt, Mm -hmm. when you look at the label, you know exactly the proper dosing out of it. Yeah.
0: And for for people who aren't that deep in here, some of your fans following, the the fact of the matter is is that, like any supplement fact panel that's that's saying citrulline malate. Bullshit, in my opinion. There is no citrulline malate like reactor on the market that's actually, there's no one making that ingredient. It might be like one company in France. Most of the time you see citrulline malate, it is citrulline and malic acid blended together like you have separated on your label. So it's like kind of a a chemistry ish, you know, fan dork or whatever. Like if I see citrulline malate, I expect citrulline and malic acid to be bonded together. And that's not what we have. And I would say 99% of the supplements at least. So if you're you're trying to hold a no bullshit company, you're absolutely doing it by doing the the labeling it the way you're labeling it. So I appreciate that a lot. And and a lot of people will throw mal- malic acid into the other ingredients, but hey, it's cool. Like more disclosure is good, especially cuz the 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 malic acid may have some of its benefits of its own too. So, that's something we get to write about in the blog.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm always I'm a I'm a firm believer in always evolving and not staying a stagnant. So I, I told Ben, I'm already working on 3.0. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm always trying to, develop, and it's a, that's one of the great things of owning a small company right now is we get to direct fire, right? Yeah. Almost instantaneously. We're not, we're not uh, overly invested in thousands and thousands and thousands of tubs. We're like, 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 for example, if like bodybuilding.com wanted to redirect fire, they probably couldn't because they invested so much in their stuff. Well, us, we invest... Enough, but enough where I can always be like, "Oh, okay, this is great. Uh, it's a great run, but we can do it better. Let's let's tweak it and make it better, right? Because that's what we're about. We're about giving the people the best possible stuff possible."
2: Yeah, you're able to be nimble. You're able to be to to just uh, you know move out a time, go in directions that you want to be going, um, and do the things that you want to do. Like uh, you know, we're talking about. And v two point V2.0, what we're not talking about is you also have a stim-free version. Like you're able to make these small little iterations because you're nimble like that. So there's a lot of different opportunities that you can move on that larger companies won't be able to because they're ordering 15,000 mm-hmm. bottles at a time.
1: To, to me, a great pre-workout is if you if you if you have a great pre-workout and if you want to make a non-stim, then all you do is just take out the caffeine and the and the stimulants, right? If you really, truly have a great pre-workout because I've seen companies that make a totally different non-stim product. I'm like, why? if your pro- if your main baby, the stem version is fucking outstanding, then the only thing that you need to do with the non-stim is remove the stem. So our product stands on its own without the stem, and it'll still give you fucking crazy endurance and, and pump and whatnot.
2: Yeah. So can can absolutely understand there. Uh, and you, so yeah, it's funny in the, in the Simfree, you you still keep tyrosine in there. You still, you do take out the Theobromine, which is technically a stimulant, but it's still going to be an awesome pre, pre pre-workout. You're still gonna have a lot of really great focus. Of course, the pump, some people would say the pump would be even better without the stimulants. I'm not sure if if I agree with that, but overall, I mean, it's still an incredible product. Uh, and, and really fun to say too, you have some great flavors. Um, (laughs) <laughs> the mango nada has a kick to it it is spicy, spicy. which is spicy really cool because uh, it really i mean it's funny i i actually i honestly scooped it without even looking. i don't look at flavors anymore i just take pre-workout i don't i don't really know <laughs> the flavor. and i started drinking i was like what is this it was it was pretty cool i think that there's a lot of spicy people out there who will enjoy that yeah,
1: I'm a big fan of mango nada and I, I get inspirations like out of nowhere. You know, I went out and I got I went to this Mexican uh, dessert place to treat myself with some mango because I love mango nada. And if people if you guys never had like true mango nada, I highly recommend you do because it is fucking delicious. Basically, mango slush was like it, for me to really kind of break it down a little, little saltiness. You know, it's like tahine on top of good ass mango, like, you know, like a smoothie mango. Anyways, that's where I got it from. I was like, oh, God, this is amazing. I was like, I want to make this into a fucking pre workout.
2: So here we are, here we are, mango nada. I love it. I mean, so I, we uh, we were working on a different product that is not out yet, uh, and I remember getting uh, pages of text messages from you of uh, ice cream flavors that you were just <laughs> going through different ice creams that you liked. And so I I, I think it, you're gonna have some creative flavors over time, which is definitely also a differentiator. Of course, the products work, but uh, you know, coming out with new flavors it, it, it interests a lot of people people who might not be interested in supporting or not maybe just aren't interested in like the veteran topic. They might see your flavors and say like, Hey, that's, that's something I really like to get into as well.
1: Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, we go home though. It's, it's, it's our foundation is the the first responders, military and whatnot. Uh, anybody can, we supporters can support, you know, Absolutely. like I, we make our products, we make it great. And it's anybody who gets after in the gym can enjoy our products just like anybody else.
2: Yeah. So uh, now that the pre-workouts launched um y- your your bCA uh, ea electrolytes has kind of relabeled to hydrate um are, are, is there anything that you're working on right now that's going to be happening soon that you want to talk about
1: yeah so i working on hydrate 2.0 um uh, you know I talked to you I showed you the supplement x by like I said, it's like, hey, we can make this better. We're going to fucking make it better because uh, I'm a big fan of combining products instead of like having people buy things separately. Like why? Like because I, I was a consumer once, you know, I, I was just tired of going to GNC vitamin shop or even online. I'm like, oh, yeah, look, buy our EEA product. Well, oh, look, buy our BCA product. Oh, wait, look. You want electrolytes? Oh, you could buy it separately. You pay pay us $34 for some sodium flavored fucking water, right? I was like, so I was tired of that, you know, and I understand, you know, money's tough for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to give I wanted to do the right thing. Could could we could we went that route and split it up absolutely. But we we're like fuck that, we're going to combine it. So that's why we did the Hydrate the way we did it, and 2.0. We're, we're, you know, we're upping up the sodium from three, three fifty to five hundred, and we're adding a bunch of other stuff in there that's really going to help you maintain your hydration and get you through your endurance run, uh, jujitsu, or whatever, whatever the fuck you do, you know. Uh, Tropical storm 2.0 is in the works, and we're adding prebiotics to it this time. We're, we're upping the. Uh, Probiotics from two billion to five billion. It's eleven strands. We're upping the KSM sixty six from three hundred to six hundred. You know, just to name a few things that we're doing. We're adding acids into
0: it. What is tropical storm? Is that green? Yeah,
1: yeah. So our tropical storm, uh, like I said, we're big on combining products. You know, a lot of companies sell them separately. Superfood's green. Superfood's reds. Why? Why do I have to carry fucking two tubs? Like I'm big into like you know I travel a lot like Ben and you guys do. I want minimize as much carrying around tubs as possible so we're like hey we're going to combine superfoods greens superfoods reds we're going to give you fucking mushroom complex from pico 2 and ksm 66 we're going to give you mineral complex we're going to give you digestive enzymes we're going to give you probiotics we're going to give you
2: everything that you need in one product in one scoop so that's That's what we did so it's kind of funny because so I love what you talk about with the stacking of of uh, buying less products. Um, we actually did get a little bit of criticism when you came out with uh, your pre-workout 2.0 because you took the creatine out and made a creatine product separately, which seems like sometimes when you take these hard stances, they can come back to get you. But I actually agreed with what you did because you take creatine every single day. And 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 while I do I appreciate creatine in pre-workout, that's a great value add. And I'll never be I'll never be disappointed to have it in a pre-workout. Your consumers should not be taking pre workout thirty days a, a month, they, you know, and yes. they do need to be taking creatine every single day. So it seems like your stacks are evolving as the as the company evolves.
1: Yes, uh, and that's what we did, it, Ben. Because I take creatine every day, and you're right. I don't. I can't take pre workout every single motherfucking day. I got to give my adrenal glands a rest. You know what I mean? I can't be pounding it, go to pound town every day, even though, uh, you know, I'd love to, but uh, creatine is definitely something I take every day. So that's why we made it unflavored, you know, but we didn't want to just do typical creatine. We're like, hey, if we're going to do creatine, I know people are like, oh, you know, Crip here, blah, 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 blah. You know, I had to, I had to, uh, they first uh, didn't want to give me their uh, trademark because there were first, people thought they were anti-police. No, they're, Anti-politicalness. So I ha- I had to get on a, a FaceTime with the vice presidents of Creapier and sat down and explained to him what the company was about and 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 they loved it. They're like, okay, you got fucking you guys get, you guys get a trademark. So that's how we got that. And I didn't want to go with generic brand creatine though because here's the thing. Again, how do I know that is five grams of pure creatine I'm I'm getting right? At least with Creapier... They, they're a pretty well-studied, well-renowned company. At least I know I can have that rest that uh, peace of mind knowing, like, hey, that five grams of cre- uh, creatine that you're taking monohydrate is actually five grams.
2: Yeah. And I, we want... Can well, we, you, told, you told me the story about here privately. And yeah. <laughs> we, we, as a team, we were like ready. Like, if that story dropped, we were going to go hard on it. But well, it was, it was I, funny because yeah, so Mike said, they're, they're a German company. They might not appreciate or understand the sentiment of what you were coming, coming across as.
0: Yeah, Can we can we go over that just a little bit? So I'd like to know, like, what did CreaPure think you were? And then what did you explain to them that you really were? Like, did they think that you just, like, wanted to go and, like, shoot a bunch of people? Or, like, what were they? <laughs> yeah, pretty
1: much. Like, they thought we were just, like, some hardcore, savage fucking company. Where it was like, oh, kill all the shit, you know? Because they're like, hey, whoa, whoa, you know, CreaPure, you know, we got a good name. We don't want to put our, our name on anything, you know? And so I had to sit down and explain to him because uh, the vice president was actually, he served, too. So we, we got to talk. I was like, "Hey, man, you know, you you served in the military over there, and I, you know, I served in the military. You know, th- this is the message behind our company. This is why we're doing it. You're you're not pushing an agenda of violence, but you really what you're doing is, you know, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not, you know, giving us your trademark because we're pushing a positive message in the community. We're never going to like steer you, your 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 trademark or your ingredient wrong in in the in the wrong light." What we're doing is just all positive. And when he, you know, got a time to look at our Instagram page and what we did and, and we taught, he's like, Oh, yeah, I, I really like I really believe in what you guys are doing. I think you get what you guys are doing wrapped. So
0: let's do it. It's awesome. Okay, can you tell me? So can you when did We Go Home officially launch? Like when did you come out with your first product?
1: Uh, my first uh Pre workout, which everybody launches with a pre workout, right? I mean, that's like I think the standard yeah. now. I think, I oh, said yeah. for Andy's, Andy, Andy, Andy Forcella, he's the only one that launched with a protein first. Uh, but besides that, <laughs> uh, I I was like 2020. You know, we we started off as an apparel brand, a brand. You know, I, I'm into apparel. I like performance stuff, so I was like, hey, yes, yeah, make some we go home shirts and stuff like that, just to get people wearing it and and you'd be proud. Of of what like what they're about about the message, but I was like, dude, I love supplements so much, you know. I was like, and I was an ambassador for certain companies, and, and you know, I try to give my input, like, hey, you know, you guys are doing cool things, but w- what do you think if you guys did this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, okay. So I was like, all right, I'm 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 gonna have to drop my own shit because you know they're they're not gonna listen to me, and and I wanna I want to perform my best, and I'm tired of just taking mediocre shit so in 2020 i was like hey let's let's start this let's, let's start off with a pre-workout let's see where this goes so here we are okay.
0: yeah i guess the the reason i was asking is because like right now it's a uh, august of 2023 so we're like pre-election year you can see you can see the politics starting and everything but it's, it hasn't hit full stride or anything yeah um is it going to be easy enough to to stay out of politics and keep doing what you're doing come 2024 uh absolutely uh, to me, I
1: think if you have a strong message and uh, uh, like a really st- strong, if you really have a strong message, you would never have you ever you would never have to rely on politics, right? And that's what a uh, Go home is on. Even during like the George Floyd riots and everything like that, we were still able to push our message and uh, everything across the board because hey, we're anti bad motherfuckers too, man. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say every single swinging cop is a good person. I'm not going to say every single swinging. They're they're freaking uh, special operation dudes that have done some crazy fucking shit that got them locked up. And it's the same thing with any field, right? There's going to be bad apples. And and the thing is we're just trying to continue with uh, the blinders. Put the blinders on. We know the mission. We know the mission statement. Let's continue staying on course and, and just pushing good stuff out there. That's, and that's what we're about. That's it.
2: I think that's Excellent. an awesome way to, to hit like literally any controversy that starts coming your way as the election year starts. Like, it's like, um, I'll, I'll put it this way. I, I met Jocko Willink earlier this year, and I was in town uh, in California for a uh, supplement uh, sports nutrition event. And when I met him, he's like, Oh, what are do you doing in California? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here for a sports nutrition event. And he looked at one of these guys that was working for him. He was like, why aren't we at the sports nutrition event he looked at me and goes i know where we're not at the sports nutrition event because we're here at the gym training right now and it was like like none of this stuff matters train harder you know and, and, mm-hmm. and to me like i've never seen anything from we go home that was like inherently political at all it was always train get harder that's where yeah
1: was. we're we're just we're just trying to push the message hey be better than you were yesterday even if it's like a, an inch, it's the same thing when you go train every day in jiu-jitsu, right? You sit there – because look, I, I trained all the way up to – I got my blue belt. Uh, I stopped because I got – I was going through the selection on the SWAT team. and I didn't want to get injured, so I, I kind of yeah. stopped. And we I'm, – I'm with – I understand, Ben, like, hey, you're trying to get better at this art. You're trying to get better and you go home, you study these YouTube videos, you watch these – because I'm guilty of doing all that, Right. Then you go into gym and you think like, okay, I'm going to try this thing. I learned Then you get smashed. Right. And you probably worked out a couple of people, but then those who are higher belt than you smashes you. But every day you go back at, it, you still get, you still get back at it. Even when you get smashed that. And that's how we are. It was like, Hey, you're it's, it's, it's rough out there. Right. But if you continue to hone your skill set, which is perishable, you're going to get better and better and better. And next thing you know, you're going to look back and you're going to be a motherfucking black belt.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, you know, i am constantly like every morning i wake up and there's already a caption online written by trunk that like wakes me up for the day i mean i love that you guys just always just stick to the training every single day i mean it's a great message because there's a lot of other noise out there yeah And i just want to push
1: good shit man and and uh, i'm relentless you know i'm no i'm no raw nutrition i'm no none of them bpn all these guys right because I respect what they do, what what they put out, because they're they're hardworking individuals to get into that level, and I understand that. I, I'm just trying to, like, I like do me and and stay focused and not get compare myself with somebody else, but continue to push what's good out there so that people can improve. Because I've been through, I've been in rock bottom, I know how that feels like, and and if I through through my life until the day I die. I want to be able to make change and to help as many people as possible. If I could do that, then I've done my part in, my life, in this world. Mm-hmm. So.
0: And, and a lot of times the best way of doing that is as an entrepreneur, in, in my opinion. Um, that's the way to go because you actually can start welding some power as you obtain resources, whether it's people resources or financial resources. So we're kind of going backwards here. I like to talk about um, transitioning from uh law enforcement to being an entrepreneur was, and I, I think your family, you have some entrepreneurship in your family, whether it's like your sister at a nail salon or something like that. Um So it maybe was kind of close to your, to your family, but can you talk about the transition from law enforcement to entrepreneurship and some of the stuff you're going through there? <clears throat> oh man. Uh,
1: people ask, what's the hardest thing you've ever done? And I can honestly tell you being a fucking entrepreneur is the hardest goddamn thing I've ever done. Uh, because Uh, I I retired early from the Chicago Police Department. You know, I was on top of my game. I was a point guy on the SWAT team. I was a shield guy, made a lot of decisions when shit hit the fans. We had a SWAT job or anything like that. When I'm there, I'm on the shield. I'm the first guy in front of the door. I'm giving these guys my guys, you know, like, hey, we're doing this. This is what they're having in hand. So I have a lot of responsibility, right? And uh, But I got comfortable. It got, got, in, in a sense, easy. You know, the training didn't push me anymore. I didn't feel challenged anymore. And I didn't want to be like everybody else, bitch and moan about what's going on and, and, and certain like leadership that we have, but they, they're not doing anything about it. They just suck it up and, and just k- chase that fucking carrot on the stick, which is a pension. You know, and I, and I was like, hey, I'm at a point where I grew We Go Home to a point where I can use it and run it on its own. Or am I going to be like this and stay on here and have this just like a part-time thing? All in was my, my thing. I was like, I'm, I'm never going to fucking peak. And I said, and I decided like, hey, I don't want to die with regrets. You know, a lot of people do. There's a book written by this nurse. It's called Five Regrets of the Dying. And this nurse worked in a nursing home. And he got to witness, unfortunately, people die. And he heard the same five things over and over and over. And one of them is they regret not living the life that they were meant to live and not taking the chances that they wanted to. And I, and I refuse to live that way. I don't want to live what if. So I decided, like, hey, it's now or never. I'm at the 10 year mark. I could do another 10 years and just run We Go Home as a side project or I can go all in and just be like, hey, we're gonna do this fucking full time and let's see where this goes. So that's why I decided to make that jump. And it's t- I'll tell you, it's scary, Mike. You know, I'm, I'm so used to like a structured lifestyle for so, almost two decades, right? Mm-hmm. From the military to law enforcement. They always tell me what time to wake up. They tell me what time to show up to do physical training, what time to show up to training. You need to go here. You need to go. I, I took order, orders for so long. Now that I'm in this new uh, phase of my life, no one's down my throat anymore. It's, it's on me. Like, if I don't hunt, I don't eat. You know, it's not, I don't have the comfort of a pension. I don't have a comfort of two paychecks a month anymore or insurance. It's like if you mm-hmm. don't go out there, you don't hustle. Then, then you're not going to be successful, and it's it's hard because back then, at least I had my friends and my teammates to bitch and moan about. Now it's just solo me on this journey, right? I, I do have my teammates that you know are in the in the uh, organization, but I'm not going to bitch and moan to them because mm-hmm. that's that's not their problem. This is my this is what I have to walk on. So it's been it's been tough. It's been rewarding. It's been a fucking experience, man. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you yeah. That. Well, I will say, and I, I did, I did some of the thing I was working a really good job and then started my gig on the side. And then it, at some point there becomes this balance where it's like, okay, I have potential here and I'm actually doing a disservice to this company over here, but whatever, screw them. It's more really about like, I need to go all in. Um, but the transition was easy. A lot of people just jump with no rip cord whatsoever or whatever. And yeah. they're just, they're just ready to go. So in my opinion, if you have the ability to do so, Man, yeah, you're not gonna get as much sleep, and maybe it might it might hurt the relationship or whatever. Um, You gotta, you know, always have family first, kids first, and everything. But the smart thing to do is start a side gig on the you know nights and weekends, and just you know you'll sleep when you're dead kind of thing. Um, And at some point, you'll know if you're like starting to catch. And like like if you can at least like you know, survive, pay, pay for groceries and stuff. And I, and you want to do it, you got to do it. So I, I think you did, you did it a, in at least a pretty smart way. And so that's pretty cool. Uh, my, I guess my piece of advice is like, um, get yourself so much momentum that you just can't stop. Cause and I think you're already at that point where it's like you, uh, no one's, no one's beating you down, but it's like, you've built this thing so well at this point and you see that it can go higher and everything, but you, you basically can't stop because like the momentum would just, it, it would just be crushing. Like there's an inertial component to this. And so, and we're at that point too, or it's like, you know, if, if someone doesn't complete an assignment, I have to do it because, yeah. and, and we'll get someone else that, you know, we'll, we'll eventually have to hire more or whatever, but I have to do it because we're, I am not letting this ship lose its momentum. Whether if that means I get three hours of sleep, then that's my fault, you know, and I'm not, you got to handle it. So that's kind of a, what you do. And then eventually though, you do want to scale it into a real business if that's where you're going with it. But yeah. then sometimes you just got to go like balls on the wall. You, you have to, I, I,
1: you know, and I'm preaching to the choir with you guys. It's like you've, we've gone through all this pain, all this struggle, all this suffering internally and all this, you know, inner demon battling for us to fucking quit and go backwards. It's just crazy. I, 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 sometimes I feel like I'm just, just too stupid to quit. Like I'm, I'm already, I'm already this goddamn far, man. Like, well, I, I can't get, I can't climb down this mountain now. I might as well just keep fucking going, right? And I, that's the message we always push, like no matter how hard it is, because we're never always going to be 100% every day. There are days when I'm, I'm like, I feel four out of 10, but I know that I have to do it. I have purpose. I have to go out there. I have to, it's, it's mind over feelings, right? And I—and the thing that I feed off is like, if I quit, I'm going to fall into the statistics of every other fucking business that's out there on social media that lasts a couple of years and just fizzles away. Am I willing to be that statistics? I'm like, fuck no. I'm going to continue walking down this path and I'm going to survive all this because I've lived my life all the way to this point right now. What's this little suffering that I have to go through? Because I see where this company will go in the next two to three years. I just need to stay focused, you know, and I tell my teams all the time. And what, I was like, whatever the fuck you guys do, don't concentrate on the shoreline, concentrate on the horizon. Because that's, that, that's where the real win is, right? A lot of people concentrate so much on what is now, what's now, what's in for me now, what's now, now, now. No, that's why I love physical training. That's why when I see somebody who's fit, I know that they believe in delay gratification. I know that they believe in hard work. I know that they believe in discipline. I'm just taking those aspects from physical training and the things I've done and just apply it to business because it's the same fucking thing. It's delayed gratification. You're not going to be a fucking instant multimillionaire at night unless you have C-bomb on your fucking team overnight. Then, <laughs> goddamn, of course, you're going to be a goddamn rich motherfucker. But, you know, I'm not that lucky. I, I have to build this brick by brick. And I understand what it takes to build a fucking brand. In my uh, uh, humble opinion, I I, I'm no fucking entrepreneur girl. But God's telling me this is the right thing to do. So I'm just going to continue to do it.
0: So what's the general game plan for reaching more of your own audience? And I'm assuming veteran, military, active duty, uh, law enforcement, all that. Like, how do you how do you reach them? Because and this is a demographic that um, a lot of people are trying to reach like the the 20 to 24 old TikToker. A lot of people are trying to reach like women who are my wife's age and everything. Yeah. So you have your thing right here. How do you get more of them? You know, I, I'm blessed
1: with an opportunity now that I'm going to start taking advantage of which is time. Uh, I'm going to have to start going to the events. I'm going to have to start going to these bases because I, I am a veteran. I just go on these bases and they hold these events and just be there. Be like, hey, this is what we're about, you know, just to push the message. Because I know not everybody, uh, we're not going to reach everybody on on TikTok, on social media, as much as we would think we would like to. But uh, sometimes, a lot of times you have to have that foot in the ground. You have to be there for vi- events. So that's how we're going to do it. We're going to go out there. We're going to host events. We're gonna do uh, things to give back to the community, and that's how we're gonna try to gr- we're gonna grow this of uh, this company.
2: You also have a really awesome. great team as well. Um, yeah. a, a lot of the teammates you you've spoken about just in general, but like, um, I've seen some familiar faces. I don't know his actual name, but one dude that I follow for training, uh, Winnie's World. You guys just recently brought on like uh, I've I've brought my training around from just being just a straight up power athlete that was honestly kind of fat to being more hybrid. And I'm I'm so impressed every single time I can watch guys like you or him or a lot of the guys on your team like are in incredible shape, but also could run a marathon. And it blows my mind because you guys just like it's like you guys just like ignore that there's any limitations to these things. You just do it anyway, which is like just which is just incredible.
1: Yeah. These guys are great. Um, you know, we pick and choose our athletes uh, because we, we we're not here to like bring on girls with big tits and ass. You know, it's not about that. Or We, we want to make sure that the person that's with us is going to is going to ride with us because that's what Juan told me about. Because he was like, hey, man, I just want to be a part of a fucking company that's going to do great things. I want to just be part of a culture. So and I tell him, Wines, dude, this is what we're about. We're building culture. You know, we're, we're we're setting the standards. And you have an opportunity to join a company at its infancy stage. And you know, if you if you do this, you're you're making the right decision because I don't forget my day ones. I don't I don't forget the people. You know, and they, they, and Wine sees what we're about. I mean, he could literally join any motherfucking company with his following and his engagement. Like literally, he could just go reach out to First Form, yeah, Recon uh, One, or anybody like that, and just be like, hey they'll take his ass in a heartbeat right but he he's like hey i believe in what you're doing i want to be a part of this so
2: yeah it's, uh, i think that's one that's one way that you guys will do a great job of reaching the masses is working with folks who create content and can, who can engage like like that that guy makes awesome stuff i think just oh. being able to create familiar content when i see you training when i see you guys lifting moving uh you know, eating well, doing the stuff that I relate to. Like, I I want to be closer to that brand. You know, I'm I'm not a veteran. I'm not law enforcement or first responder or anything, but I want to be alongside you guys because you guys live a very similar lifestyle to what I do. And even like being in the fitness industry, I think we can all agree. Like, there's a lot of people who talk the talk but do not walk the walk. You know, like 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 we go to shows and you know, there's people out drinking all night. We I always joke when you go to like the Arnold or whatever, like. Actually, Trung, I saw you at Supply Side last year, which is one of the first times I knew that you'd be someone definitely to talk about. Like, not a lot of brand owners go to Supply Side, um, but I always joke that there's two crowds: there's the guys that are out late, and there's the guys that are up early training, and they very, not very often, have any sort of crossover. Um, so, it, to see other people in this industry that actually are training hard, that are really pushing the boundaries and, and going that distance, that was what attracted me to you guys, and I think that's going to be a, a big key in you finding people that's like your tribe.
1: Yeah. Authenticity again is is key. Yeah. You can't be fake.
2: People Um, see through it. So Mike, did you have any questions that you wanted to go on to? Because I actually wanted to talk about some of the other products in the line from We Go Home.
0: Hey, yeah, that's what we do. Let's
2: do it. So we kind of started coming up with with the creatine talk, but I don't think we really, really got into it. Mike, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the creatine product, but Gorilla Strength might be one of my favorite creatine products in the market right now. Um, it checks off a lot of the boxes that we've been really into recently, obviously Creapure. pure, um, you know, I don't personally, I'm not, you know, I don't really care about the name, but I, I appreciate the fact that people can respect it and understand there is quality in that because there is some bad greeting out there, but, um, trunk takes it further with touring, which I feel like I talk about every single day of the year now. Um, but it was really the addition of the PKTP that really got my interest, um, especially with the kind of training that you guys are talking about this hybrid training with power training like like where you have to have actual stores of energy we're not just doing four sets of 8 to 12 we're, we're yep. moving we're running we're like we're, we're we're dynamically working out um uh, PKTP is just incredible and then the the ending of the arginine and the ornithine was something that um it's kind of old school but still very backed by science uh it's something I kind of fall pull things up as we're talking here i saw that and i was like that's that's the topic that i think mike would absolutely want to talk about so i don't, I don't know if you see that mike
0: yeah so i mean ben you know that i keep a spreadsheet of like competition in certain niches and the the create value-added creatine is an area where i've seen that there's some opportunities and um i added we go home to my list and my comment area when this is where i rip things apart my comment area says love the formula just it's just pricey and that's the thing you have um you have the, the peak ATP is like kind of the expensive ingredient here. But what I love is that you have, um, you have a lot of ways to support the long-term and the short-term ATP production. I personally do like creatine pre-workout, but I understand why, you know, people don't want it in pre-workout. It, it's, it's debated in my opinion. It's like a stupid argument that comes back and forth, like whatever, just like pick your, pick your side and at least just try to get it out all day or every day and eat some meat. Um, but I, I, I like, I like the value adds of it. And so to me, like the more we dig into like taurine, for instance, the more we realize that this should be almost everywhere and like up to six grams a day like a lot of pre workouts have a gram, hydration supplements, three As have a gram putting in a creatine product it's not an expensive ingredient. um throwing an extra gram in in there as well, I think is a very smart idea. It's not expensive, it doesn't taste bad, and you start getting into like seriously efficacious doses so um yeah so i I'm a big fan of this, and then like the ornithine, um. Combined with arginine, you get a little bit of extra citrulline uh, to arginine to nitric oxide production, and you're going to you're going to have a little bit of endurance increases as well. But a lot of and these are a lot of ingredients that are no longer in pre workout supplements. Uh, you'll find a couple pre workouts with ornithine and you know arginine is still out there and everything, and there's plenty with that. But in general, this is like I like to have a value added creatine that has extra stuff that I I'm most likely not getting from myself. St- standard or traditional pre-workout supplement. I think, I think you nailed it with it. It's, um, it's going to feel good. Like at the end of the day, and that's one of the, the arguments for having creatine pre-workout is that there might be some acute cognitive benefits, especially if someone's like a very, uh, very low and not saturated at all. They're going to feel good. Same thing with the taurine and everything. Um, so in general, like to me, I see this, I'm like, oh, that's going to feel good. You know? So I, with, with the peak ATP in there, I would probably put it somewhere. Somewhere before a workout, but um dude, yeah, no matter what, it, it's gonna feel good. I've used PKATP for other reasons as well, and and definitely enjoy it. So I I I, am, I don't know why I like this category. I'm a fan of value added creatines. Uh, I got 35 things listed. Yours is the 34th in like you know me figuring and finding this recently, and it's it's definitely one of my favorites on this list. So that's my. Yeah. Well, I don't know how many minutes I've been talking for, but I like <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah, and I, I, I created that. Uh, you know, like you said, not everybody wants creatine in their pre workout, right? Yeah. And I, I, I understand that. I, I, I stack it with with what I'm call it NSNV 2.0. Mm-hmm. And and though could we have combined it and made it? Yeah, but th- that motherfucking scoop would have been astronomically crazy, and the price would have been astronomically high just for that. You know, people are gonna be like, why? Why? You know, and some people <laughs> did want to take their creatine layer later on today. So, we're just giving them the opportunity to do that. So, but yeah, I, I, I did some research. I was like, hey, this makes sense for a creatine mm-hmm. product. I didn't right. want to just do your typical 90 servings of plain creatine, which I could have done.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, anyway, I mean, ever. Yeah, I get it. Like, we, so we recently on the last podcast with Mike McCandless, he gets tired of all these new screws. Like, do. Yeah, I get it. You want to have a bigger cart and everything, a plain creatine monohydrate. But at the end of the day, I can just go get Now Foods creatine monohydrate. And I know they test the yeah. legit out of everything and it's mm-hmm. going to be good to go. So if you're, in my opinion, if you're a brand, I like, like I said, I like this category and you might as well do something unique and you've definitely done that for sure. So I want people a- to
1: like, look at it, like people who are really into supplements, like, okay, this company is legit. Yeah. Right. I'm not i look I'm not looking I'm not looking to be like, oh, we go home. It's brand of the year. Fucking look, as much as I would love for that to happen. I'm a realist, too. Right. I understand like capital and things go into that. Right. And but the one thing I really am passionate about is creating good supplements. And I just want to create good supplements so that people can take a look at it and they can just pick it up beyond the facet of a a cool label, uh, a cool photo cool video with with the product they can turn it around and take a look at the supplement facts like oh shit these guys aren't fucking around they they actually are putting good good shit in their products and i can feel the fucking difference and that's what it matters at the end of the day right it's not i'm not here to fucking try to burn a hole into people's pockets i'm here to try to give them great products so that they can be the best they can it's hey that's an army commercial (laughs) be all you can
2: be but that's like a real concern <laughs> these days, right? Like you make a product yeah. for, uh, for, for a crowd and you're trying to appeal to a certain kind of person, but the product might suck. Right. And, yeah. and, and it's like, it doesn't matter if you have the greatest marketing to, you know, military aged males or whatever. Like who cares if, if the product's terrible? I mean, I love that you guys yeah. do, do both sides of that. It's, it's, it's commendable. Um, and so that's all I can say, Ben Yeah, is real quick. Uh, you
1: can't be, you can't appease everybody. We're, we're, we, you can't make a cheap product and you can't make an it expense. It's either one or the other, right? I'm not here to make fucking five fucking pre-workouts for every single swinging dick in, on earth, right? <laughs> There's only one, to, in my opinion, only one motherfucking pre-workout. is the one that I'm going to take to make me the better version of myself. I don't understand these daily drivers. I don't understand this shit. If I'm taking a product, I want to perform at my best. So... Are we cheap? A cheap product? Absolutely not. But you're paying for what you get, and I understand there's penny pinchers out there who's going to buy fucking uh, total war, and you know, and think you know to save a couple of dollars. But you're going to get what you what you fucking pay for, right? And if you if you're serious about your fucking shit, and that's what we're serious about. We want serious athletes. If you're a serious athlete, beyond military, if you if you want to train and 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 reap the benefits from all that hard work you put in the gym and in the, in the jujitsu mat and everything. Take a look at our product. You might like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to say about this creatine. Like let's say you got something coming up in 30 days. I don't know. I almost don't care what type of competition it is. If you take this for those 30 days before training, you're going to be better off. I am I'm I'm basically making this claim, but there's studies showing this you're going to be better off than you had, you would be if you hadn't taken the creatine supplement at the end of the day, you have 30 days to, you know, to put in one last effort blast, I think it's worth it because I've been embarrassed that oh, yeah. I've been embarrassed at events, you know, and it's like, dude, you know, and I'm not saying I, maybe if I would have taken a supplement or done a drug, I would have done better. But it's like, okay, I could have I could have trained harder and supplement better like, on all aspects. And it's like, you never want to feel like that again.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's why we separated like for, for that for that instant, like instead of putting in the pre workout. And I, like I like a certain there's certain uh, things that I'm going to be doing that I don't want the fucking pump that's that uh, like for just for example i would take this before a jiu-jitsu tournament you know because it's going to offer me what i need in the performance level but i'm not going to be freaking outrageously pumped where i can't fucking grip somebody anymore because i got so much blood flow in my freaking forearms from you know the constant pulling but bend nose so that's what we do we, we 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 separate these things because it makes sense not because we are trying to get a dollar off you
0: yeah i mean in my in my opinion the the pktp does increase some in blood flow we we what, episode 72 78 or something with dr ralph yeager talking about its, its implications of nitric oxide and everything but for me like i so i'm a water athlete i just had a swim race like this past weekend i got another one coming of a month it's a two miler in the lake and um, pktp is part of my stack for that because it's not like I can't, I'll tell you, I'm not going to do, I'm not doing any more than 50 meter swim race with seven grams of citrulline in me. It's just like my legs just get way, it's too much, but PKTP, Mm -hmm. there's something about the blood flow where it's like just the right amount of athletic pump where I would use this in, in that situation. So yeah, I'm a, once once again, I'm a fan of the the creatine supplement here.
2: Love it. And I, one thing I do want to add in terms of products is that you guys, uh, I mean, I think pre-workout and creatine is obviously like kind of stereotypical, your sleep aid kicks ass and it's not talked about enough. I mean, that sleep aid, uh, when I took it, I mean, you look at the panel, it looks good. It's got everything that I really want. It doesn't, I mean, it's not super high dose in melatonin or anything. Like I wasn't expecting, I was not expecting to sleep the way I did. I knew that I was going to sleep well, but like I was like a rock for 12 hours. Like I was, I was, I was dead to this world. Um, it probably could be the Zylaria and the Shoden added in there. There's a couple things in there. I really like the Vita Cherry edition. I feel like I wake up like feeling very refreshed. I definitely feel the effects on on like inflammation, and it's just like it was like one of my favorite products in terms of sleep aid. Like I, I, it was rather unsuspecting when I first took it, but I woke up the next day like holy shit, that was insane. And and that's like a product that like not a lot of people make. You know, sleep aids are like it's kind of a boring category. Sleep is
1: su- is very important in, in what we do, right? We can train our asses off, but if we don't get good sleep, we're not going to recover. So I, I being in the military, going from mission to mission to mission or, or or doing all these training exercises, I need my fucking sleep, man. And I'll tell you what, that sleep aid, yeah, I, I love that sleep aid. It's something that I wanted to make. I was like, because sleep is literally, is seriously everything. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's, so yeah, you used a lot of really great ingredients there. I love the Xylaria inclusion. Um, that yeah. one just seems to kind of like potentiate the rest of sleep aids for me. Everything else can be like normal, and that just like turns it up a notch. Um, and surprisingly, you made it taste great for the amount of like herbs that are in there. Typically, those kinds of botanicals don't taste great.
1: Oh no. Yeah. I we try to hide the the bitterness as much as possible, but you know, there's just so much that we can do with the bitter blockers and whatnot. So yeah. Yeah. I'm already working on uh, the. i'm actually pulling it up right now uh we're we're gonna do zero dark 30 2.0 soon and we're we're gonna up certain things and and
0: like i said we're if we can make it better we're gonna make it better and can i make a suggestion sure i would switch out zinc oxide for something some other form of zinc i'm a zinc picolinate fan myself that's what ben told me so yeah that's uh that's my go-to. But here, yeah, my quick take on sleep aids, like, so first off, the you, you got, melatonin is the most polarizing ingredient. So we do have 2.5 milligrams of melatonin here. So that's just worth mentioning. Um, I see a lot of sleep aids that go between like chemical compounds, like L-theanine, melatonin, 5-HTP, and then a lot that go between botanicals, valerian, chamomile, uh, ashwagandha, uh, and then, yeah, like xylaria, stuff like that you do both and like i the, what i've seen is <laughs> is that the ones that co- combine like our like synthetic kind of chemical compounds single molecule type chemical uh, type ingredients with the botanicals and magnesium those are the ones that just blow people out of the water and everything or put them in the water whatever you want to say um and so that's that's where i'm like okay yeah, this is like this hits all those angles and a lot of people would love this and then the vita chair i don't know if there's any sleep data on it or whatever but it is great for recovery so might as well get that in while you're there i'm a big fan of glycine too usually glycine is at three grams in a lot of the studies it can go even higher and everything you have one gram here it's a good tasting amino acid so you could bump that up and I, I don't think it's that expensive but in general like any glycine is better than no glycine i think a lot of people are deficient in there so yeah so that's so no. overall like i could just see why people are like out like a light because you're hitting like a lot of different things here and Mike, you
1: hit on the head and trust me, I, I'm literally pulling it up right now. And the, the funny thing is you, you're, you're doing it right. Like I, to me, melatonin is one of the most ab- abused ingredients out there, mm-hmm. right? People think more is better. No, less is more for melatonin. I found the sweet spot is anything from 2.5 and below. You're, you're going to still great, get great effects from it, but you're not over dependent of it,
0: right? I love how you're uh, on so the top that, of your sweet spot area. <laughs> like, yeah. That's very trunk like
1: <laughs> Yeah, I I'm bring, so I'm actually going to, uh, and 2.0, I'm I'm g- going to bring in microactive melatonin at one gram, and I'm, and I'm bumping down the regular melatonin to two grams, two milligrams, right? Uh, glycine, like you said, I'm going to bump that up to three grams. The GABA, I'm going to do one gram. I'm going to bring in bioperin at ten, and I'm going to bring in Zilari at one a one gram. Oh wow! So okay, yeah. So the next one is going to be a, a even hard, more hard hitting.
0: So but, yeah, I, your demographic. Uh... I don't know. I don't know if we need to get into like PTSD conversation or anything, but like, are you talking to a lot of these guys? Are they? Are you? What are What are you hearing? Like, what are they asking for, really? Um, because obviously, like, a, there's a lot of like mental issues going on, but there's also just yeah. like get off the phone kind of sleep hygiene, hygiene issues that a lot of people, just, myself included, just can't avoid. So, like, what's your what's your pitch when talking about sleep?
1: You know, I, I tell them because I live in myself, right? Those guys, they they they're all over. The place, like when I was on the SWAT team, we, we I would work midnights. The next day I'll be on days. The next day I'll be in afternoons. So my schedule is like bounced all over the place. Or you know, if certain people are doing like uh, post traumatic uh, stuff uh, that they can't really fall asleep and they don't want to use over not over the counter but prescribed uh, you know freaking uh, drugs from the doctor, I wanted to give them a a a, a safer route where they're able to get good sleep. And that's why we created what we created. It's like, hey, I understand your, your, your schedule. It sucks. You're never you're not working nine, a nine to five gig from like nine o'clock in the morning to five o'clock in the afternoon. You could be called out like that. You could stay later due to like a murder or something like that, right? Uh, so I wanted to give them something like, hey, when you get home at night that you're able to consume and help you get into that state of a deep sleep. and And the most important thing is the REM sleep. And we got a bunch of data because a bunch of our guys on our team, they wear the uh, the Whoop app, and uh, every single one of them wore it. I gave them all samples about uh, two weeks worth of samples, and they took it, and their REM sleep went up astronomically because that's what matters during sleep is your REM. So I, I that's why I was telling them like, hey man, this is this is going to help you recover and feel better, so that you can make better instant decisions out there when, when, it, when it's needed. Cause the last, cause I've been through in situations where my mind was clouded. I was so fatigued cause I'm working back to back to back and I come on, I try to get some sleep and I can't fucking fall asleep. And then next, you know, I'm pitched in this freaking, uh, hostage rescue call and I have to make a decision and I'm like super fucking tired, you know? And I, I, I remember that vividly. And I never wanted to feel have that feeling again because lives are on the line. So that's why the sleep aid was created because I wanted to be able to give somebody a, a, a product where they're able to take it and be like, "Hey, man, you know, I know I'm going to get a restful night of sleep." So
0: cool. So let's a hypothetical situation. This might be garbage. You could tailor it. So let's say that you have a rookie SWAT officer. Um, you're kicking some doors down at like mm, 10, 11 p.m. or something like that, and it's a pretty wild night or whatever. Everyone's like. Done maybe by two or three, but you're still amped up. Like, what do you tell that person on how to get back on a regular s- schedule? Like, is it even possible? Like, would you implement this supplement somewhere in that line? Like, once it's all over, or just you're just going to be up until eight AM? Or how's it going to go?
1: Yeah, you know, people are going to get amped up, but it's, like everything else, like adrenaline. It's, it's going to be an adrenaline dump, right? You're going to have that peak, and then you're going to have that crash. So at the end, you're you're, you're going to be tired and. I'm like, hey man, you know, this is just going to help you get into that state of sleep because this is what you're going to need. Uh, some people can, and some people just are wired differently where it doesn't fucking matter. So
2: that's true. Awesome. Hey, well, I'm out of questions. I, I we've gotten through so much here, Mike. I don't know if you have any topics you want to get into. It's all yours.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> I'm kind of going backwards chronologically in time and everything. Um, I so what we could do, like, so we could, we could flashback to your other previous podcast that we've kind of referenced back to on um what was it? The episode one Oh seven of the zero limits podcast. So you really give your full backstory there. Uh, I, I guess I'd like to really quickly go back to your childhood. So obviously you are, you're like a hundred percent. You're not obviously not doing the 50% thing. Is there something like what made you like this? Cause a lot of people simply aren't is, do you think it's natural in you to be like this? Cause were you like this from a, from childhood or, um, did something happen where you just turned into like either a zero or a hundred kind of person?
1: I, I think it, uh, so no one's born with this. It's not, it's not something people I, it's, are born with. It's, it's who you surround yourself with. Right. When I was younger, uh, I didn't know any better. I didn't have a father. I was seeking, uh, advice and, and looking up to the wrong people and they, they steered me in the wrong way and, and the, in the, the, way they were thinking and the way they operated. And, you know, the, the cliche as it is, birds of a feather, flock together, it's the fucking truth. Like if you go to the high school, you see Sally with her girlfriend. They pretty much dress alike, talk alike, walk alike, right? Because they 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 hang each, hang around each other so goddamn much that they just feed off each other, right? It becomes this entity on its own. And it's the same thing with high-level achieving. When you surround yourself with people who are high-fucking-level achievers, you're just going to feed off that, you know? and. That's what happened to me. And it's, you know, to be more relatable to other people for you uh, listeners, if they don't understand, it's like, think about like a a MMA fighter when they're preparing to fight their adversary and they have to train. They're not going to go to fucking the worst uh, wrestling gym, the worst jujitsu gym, the worst kickboxing gym, the worst Muay Thai gym. No, they're going to seek out those coaches at the best of their levels because that's how they're going to get better is they're going to put themselves against uh, other people who are so much fucking higher in skill set and higher in thinking that eventually that's just going to rub up on, on them and it, it's just going to help them be better and for me that that 0 to 100 thinking really kicked off when I joined the military you know when I was surrounded by fucking savages literally they were they were freaking I, I was, I thought I was hot shit graduating from RIP, you know, Ranger and doctor program at the time, you know, came in there with my tambourine chest puffed up high. Boy, I got my ass fucking humbled quick. so you know, any
0: examples? Like did they yeah, physically beat know, on you? No, no, they, well, <laughs> like, no. I don't know what they, like not like that, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, they, 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 you get physically humble. You you like you push mm-hmm. ups and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. But you get humble real quick knowing that, hey, you're not top dog. There's mm-hmm. some, there's some, there, there's a hierarchy to this. There's some bad motherfuckers out there. And I just fed off that. You know, I was just surrounded by those. And at the time, I was like, God damn, this sucks so bad. I'm constantly getting smoked. I'm constantly smoking, meaning doing physical training. And they're making me do this, do, do that. And, and this is so tough. This is so tough. I don't know. I don't know if I can hang. Then eventually, time, as time passes, I got better and better and better because the standard's so high, right? Uh, and that's the thing with these military personnel who train to go to war. Their training is always going to be that much higher than real life. Why do they do that? Because if you're, if you're training at this level and your adversary that you fight are at this level, it's easy fucking day. But if you go like this and you tr- you're training at this level and your adversary is this level, you're going to get fucking killed. Your whole goddamn team is going to get wiped out. That's why the special operations guys are so successful because they train at such a high fucking level all the time that everything else is damn easy. So that mentality is just rubbed off on me from my team leaders, from my squad leaders, from all these leadership guys that I've had the pleasure of working with. That mindset and that and that and that way of thinking and, and just operating just got infused into me. And I just took that and I just ran with it. And everything I've done in my life.
0: So are you are you training for any particular competition or event now? And I my the way I'm leading into this question is wondering. Um, how you maintain that level knowing that you're probably not going overseas unless something really crazy happens or whatever. Yeah. So how do you maintain that level?
1: Just accountability. You know, I look in the mirror every day. I'm like, I refuse to be fucking a uh, lesser man of myself. And that's who I am in competition with. I'm not in competition. You know, like you said, Mike, you hit it in the head. I'm not, I'm not training anymore to kick down doors or go overseas. Right. Those days are done for me. Uh, but I'm training to be the best version of myself, and and I refuse to to, to accept anything less than that. So every morning, I'm I'm going to do what I I need to do to maintain that level for my for me. So that that's what keeps me going. You, it's like I'm always. I'm, so, I'm
2: sorry. I, I was just gonna say, you okay. also actively train other people too. Like you have a level to hold yeah. for those people as well. I imagine that probably pushes yeah. you in some ways as well.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, like you, like people look up. Like believe it or not, people look up to. Us, right? Somebody looks up to us. Our, our, our little brother, our, our friends, you might not know who, but you have to be the best because I, 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 who am I if I don't bring it, if I don't give it my all every single day?
2: So, awesome.
0: Awesome. I don't have any other specific questions. I mean, I, I could listen to you talk for, <laughs> for hours and everything. I think we've gotten like a really good insight into what we go home is and everything. Um, there are now some people listening may want to, obviously we're going to have to like share, um, how to follow you and everything. Uh, are you, are you currently hiring? Are there, how would someone like join your team? If someone's like, dude, I need to like hang out with this guy or get trained by this guy or something along those lines. Like what, what are you, what are you personally doing with, with the community? Um, even for those who might be civilians.
1: Yeah. I, I always tell people just be fucking undeniable. You know what I mean? Just do, we'll find you. You don't have to find us. We'll find you. And I always tell people that it's like, if you want to be great, and if you want to, to to get great things, and you want to be the best as you want to be, and 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 be offered awesome positions, just be undeniable in everything that you do in life. So that literally, that's that's how you're going to get there. No one's going to un, no one's going to deny your greatness. And and that's the thing. I like when I served uh, in the law enforcement and military. I, I was never a kiss ass person, right? I don't kiss my, my, my sergeant's ass or anything like that. I earn his respect because I'm a hard, fucking hard worker. And he sees that and he sees the, 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 uh, the level of my, uh, commitment, the level of my, uh, resolve, uh, of the things I get done. And that's how you, you, you're able, if you want to be great, if you want people to recognize that's how you're going to be able to do that. But you obviously can reach us on, we go home on you know, on the Instagram, send us a DM if you're interested and, you know, we'll take a look and see if you're, if you're up to what we're, 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 about and we'll, we'll gladly accept you.
0: Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned that you do, that you're doing a lot of traveling. Can you give us a, an example of some of the events? Are you going to bases and stuff or is it more, what type of things yeah. are you traveling? So
1: to? I'm going to be putting on a CQB course, uh in, uh, in the East coast around in Jersey. So I'm going to be doing a CQB course. It's going to be open to a law enforcement veterans, uh, verified civilians, uh, t- to go out there and train them. So I, I, I'm doing a, a lot of that now. I'm going to be uh, joining Ronin Tactics, uh, my brother, Tu Lam. In uh, early October, we're going go to tr- go train San Diego SWAT and this other SWAT team in New
2: Mexico. So
1: I'm trying to keep my, myself busy and, and my skill set sharp, so that's what I do.
2: Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, uh, so we'll link up to everything in terms of your Instagram. Uh, you, uh, you, you also do a decent amount of other things. Uh, one big thing I wanted to note is uh, right now it is August of 2023, uh, but coming soon, there's a documentary about yourself. Uh, I wanted to touch on that's a really big one that I uh, we were hoping to get this podcast closer to there so that we could help you promote that. Um, if you want to get any, any information on like where people can find you and information on that film,
1: yeah. Uh, so we're planning on releasing uh, the documentary uh early september and it's going to be available on amazon.com so if you guys want it's going to be called win my last name and uh yeah it's based on my life and and what i you know went through and uh what is like being a police officer in, in today's modern society in a in a state where they're anti-police and anti-training and anti-everything so that's how that's, that's how you're going to be able to find it or you could find it through my um well, Instagram Trung B Win, so we're going to be promoting from there too. Awesome.
0: Okay, cool. And when yeah, when that comes out, we will uh, make sure that we give it some coverage and as well. We have people can sign up for We Go Home alerts on price.com slash we go home and uh, we'll definitely broadcast that as well. That'd be awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us today. Um, I think we should catch up again, tell some more stories if you're willing to tell them. Maybe in like six months or so, get some get caught up on some of the new formulas and everything. And we'd love to. Have you educated us on things that we just, uh, a life that uh, quite honestly, that you know, I'm old enough for, I know I'm not going to live that life, but I do love hearing the stories and I do love seeing the way that you train, the way that you handle yourself and the way that you motivate, um, young people and people within your community. And so for that, I thank you very much for your service.
1: Yeah, no, thank you guys. I really appreciate what you guys are doing. And, uh, you know, I'll talk to Ben outside of this. If you guys are free, we'll get out to get, get together. We'll go to the range and shoot some rounds and hang out, teach you guys. some. Where stuff. in Texas are you, Sean? <laughs> Uh, I'm in Katy, Texas, right
2: now. Okay, yeah, Mike just moved, which out. is like Mike moved up to up to Oklahoma from Texas, so it'd be it'd be oh. fun to get in the area, and do some stuff. I mean, uh, I'm 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 yeah. far out here in Jersey, but yeah, and anytime we can get together with you guys, it'd be sick. Yeah, man. Uh, when I get to Jersey, I'll I'll hit you up. Definitely man. excited for it. Cool. Well, then I guess we'll talk in six months. But until then, uh, anyone listening, uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot more content coming soon with We Go Home. Uh, we're loving your guys' products, so super excited to have you guys here. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Appreciate everything you guys do.